calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi. 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 How are you? Hey. I'm good. How are you? I am good too. Okay. I'm drinking a coffee. Ooh, I'm drinking a DC. Are you drinking a DC? A baby one or a regular size one? Oh, you know me and my little baby cans. You little baby cans. Nice. Have you already mm-hmm. had one today? No, this is my daily treat. Nice. My daily diet yeah. Coke. Mm. I had two the other day. Eek! Oh my goodness. I know, Were but then I like... didn't have one yesterday because I had two. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, that all evens out. Remember that one time you made me yeah. drink a <laughs> Coke Zero? And it tasted exactly like <laughs> Diet Coke, except <laughs> it didn't have caffeine in it. <laughs> it doesn't taste like Diet Coke. It doesn't. And you're like, I wish I had a water. <laughs> <laughs> boring. Totally boring. I oh, wonder where I'm Chantel. Think. Oh, I'm oh. Chantel, by the way. <laughs> oh, and I'm Kate. And I think that Diet Coke and Coke Zero taste the exact same. <laughs> they taste, do not. First of all, they do not. I, I call myself a bit of a Diet Coke connoisseur. Yeah, so, you are a Diet Coke connoisseur. First of all, Diet Pepsi's trash. We'll just get that out of the way. <laughs> Second about, of all, like um, store brand diet cola. Okay. So the closest to diet Coke that's off brand is the PC diet Coke. It's also Will in a silver it? can. I would drink it, but it doesn't come Ooh. in a baby can. Uh, so I, I am a brand snob, but if. There's the, like, if I'm at like my parents' house, my mom would buy like the off-brand pop or whatever. I'd drink it and not really say anything about it, obviously. But you'd be sad? No, you would be okay as long as it was I'd be satisfied. I'd be satisfied. That's fine. Do you remember um, RC Cola? Yes, I do. do. I I think that's still like in the States. I think that's a thing in the States still. What? I think so. I just remember it as a kid. We didn't get it often because like we usually got like no name stuff, but yeah. we had a cat named um, Rusty and we would call him Rusty Cat. And so it was like 
RC. RC. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's always like, then we started calling the cat RC Cola. Anyway, cute. You know. <laughs> That's cute. But all that to say, diet or Coke Zero does not taste like Diet Coke. <laughs> You're a liar. You're a liar. And a Coke, <laughs> no, Coke Zero tastes like a Coke. Like a regular Coke. Okay, honestly, a diet, I a diet tell Coke. You- no. A diet coke does tell not you taste like coke. A diet coke doesn't taste like coke. Full on confession, I couldn't tell the difference between a coke and a Pepsi. So, oh my god, <laughs> the podcast you have is taken over. My advice. The podcast you is over. Have trusted me. I'm sorry. Um, nice knowing everybody. Book club babes is no more. Caitlin and I are not friends anymore. We are um, dissolving book club babes. Thank you for listening. Find a new co-host. Hey, Summer, do you want to be my new co-host? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See ya. <laughs> kidding, kidding, hey. kidding. Heck, heck. Chantal, do you want to come back in? Okay. I'm okay. done. Okay, All right. I'm back. done my Diet Coke rant. Obviously, you can tell I'm very passionate about Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Are you still reading the same stuff that you were like two days no. ago? No. No, what? no, no, no. I, fi- I finished up um burial rights I think I said that oh, yeah, but I yeah, hadn't yeah. started a new book I'm reading a new book oh. and it's called none of the above shoot I didn't take down the author's name shoot sorry wow, that is a long title none of the above I didn't take down the author's name <laughs> shoot sorry <laughs> yeah whoa that reminds me of like brand new and their songs are like I I didn't come from oh, but uh, my mommy gun did or whatever and yeah. Like, oh, yeah I make something or rather yeah not tragedies <laughs> yeah. or whatever yeah yeah well that's okay at the disco isn't it? okay yeah I no it was so. follow up boy I don't know anyway yes oh I write sins not tragedies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Okay. So I'm reading None of the Above by I.W. Gregorio. Gregorio. Okay. Okay. So it's, I'm like over halfway through it and I just started it the other day. Yeah. I can't stop reading it. It's so interesting. It's about a teenage woman. I guess she's like 18. So she's like, on the brink of like graduating from high school yes young adults thank you um and that's the word I'm looking for you know that whole (laughs) genre um anyway so she's a young adult and she has her first boyfriend like serious boyfriend and she finds out that she's actually intersex what does that mean um that you're born with both reproductive organs but she's like outwardly facing um woman and she mm-hmm. is a woman, identifies as a woman mm-hmm. and everything like that, but she doesn't have a uterus or anything like that. She doesn't have a uterus. No, no. Oh, she has male she reproductive testes? organs. Oh, yes. Yes. So I guess you would, I guess the derogatory term would be like hermaphrodite, but like intersex. Oh, is I see. More appropriate. I see. I see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like coming to terms with that and like figuring all that out. It's really Gosh. interesting perspective. And the woman who wrote the book is a doctor and it's like a tribute to her first intersex patient. Oh, that's actually so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No. So it's like, yeah. It's and it really... would be factual and accurate. Yes. And... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm like learning about that perspective. I've obviously never read a book from that perspective either. So it's quite interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you know <laughs> that worms are intersex? 
creatures? Yes, I think I did know that. That sounds familiar. They can just do it with each other and whenever or whatever, it all goes into the same worm areas. And then they can get Not- cut in half and they are still okay because they have like seven hearts or something. You have more worm knowledge than I do. They live in the ground and they like dirt. They're okay. That sounds like a great <laughs> book. Is it a, lo- is it a long book? Like, is it a big book? How many hours? How many hours? Oh, I'm, it's a physical book. So, oh, sorry. one of those. <laughs> one of those. She turns her nose up at it. <laughs> nice. Cool. 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 Um, I'm so I'm not reading... sure. It's like an average oh. size book. What are you reading? Oh, no, I was just going to say that I'm still reading the same thing as I was on when we recorded last because we're doing a secret recording Yeah. because Chantal is going on her honeymoon. I am. Ooh, I'm so excited. Exciting. Where are you yeah. going? We're going to Hawaii. Ooh. That's amazing. Yeah. You're going to have so, such a good time. I'll post some pictures. Yeah. Oh yeah. Post some pictures on the book club babes one, mm-hmm. but we're, but we're still going to do four episodes and they'll yes, still come out yeah. on Thursdays. Yep, we're just doing no a little worries. sneaky sneaking, sneaking around. We're doing a little sneaky sneak. So if there's any like breaking news, sorry. <laughs> what would be breaking news that we would discuss? I don't know. Something like crazy comes out last minute, some crazy or no, like, um, someone has an amazing theory in the book club oh 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 like relevant to us yeah Yeah, Yeah. that makes way more sense yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) all right cool well what do you think should we talk about it yeah hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah what song is that from (laughs) i don't know hell yeah (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's, wait, you're, are you mocking me right now? <laughs> yeah, I am. Dang, girl, get out of here. Okay, bye. Get, get gone, get gone. No, recording on. ended. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Okay, let's, let's, okay. let's talk, talk about this book. This book. Yes, we're reading The Night book. Swim mm-hmm. by Megan Golden. And this week we're discussing chapters 28 to 41, aka mm-hmm. week three in the house. Whoop, whoop. And it was like kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say it was like an exciting week, but like there's some stuff going on. Oh, yes. Some things are but like it's not getting... coming together. No, no, no. It's starting. You're starting to get the pieces. Like maybe you've got the outside edge of the jug, um, jigsaw puzzle done. Of like, the jigsaw I mean? puzzle. But like, I feel like you're yeah. still maybe missing like, like some pieces. Weird corner piece that you can never find for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like really confused about this like Elkins thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you have any theories? no I still don't have any theories but maybe as we talk it'll all come together okay 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 do you want to start or do you want me to start go for it you go for it okay so we open well I guess how did we end last week I think that um oh, we learned about yes yeah we learned the about secret Dwayne. security card tap but, oh yeah but yeah. we got the secret security card yes tap. yes yes yeah meet me ma'am I think you dropped this you all dropped right this. so Rachel had got the letter from Hannah and so the letter is 
Hannah and she's explaining um, a time where it seems like she's she is she did say it was like cathartic for her to be writing to Rachel so she's kind of just like reliving these memories which are also sort of like giving some background but they're very much from Hannah's perspective right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the other thing that I thought of that I wanted to mention was I wonder if like I I don't know I wonder if Hannah's like still mute Oh. And like that's why they can't talk. But then I don't know why like Kitty would say that she like hears from her yeah. every like three months or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just yeah. it was just something that like crossed my mind because it's like why is she still mm-hmm. writing these fucking letters? That's a good. When, that's a good point for sure. Because Rachel was like, "I'm interested. Like you've mm-hmm. got my attention. Let's talk." And she's still like sneaky, sneaky letters. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Hannah's so it's just like, explaining... nah, no talking. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. Uh, she's explaining a day where it was super hot outside. Um, and then I guess she has like her and her mom. And I don't know if Jenny was there, but um, they have like a really cute little moment outside where there starts to rain, but it's a sun shower and they like go outside all three of them together. And that's like a sweet little moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point, the mother asks Jenny and um Hannah why they hadn't been going to the beach. And she it sounds like the mom is just like, oh, I feel so bad because she seems like um she's sick, but she would be a really good mom if she wasn't. Like, not mm-hmm. that she's not a good mom, but you know what I mean? Like she's like, Why haven't you been going to the beach? You must go to the beach. Like you need to go and have fun. Like she's really mm-hmm. wanting her children to like live and not stay at home because of her sort of thing mm-hmm. but she, yes because she's so sick her children don't want to burden her with like what's going on in their lives that's mm-hmm. just the vibe that I'm getting but yeah Jenny tells her mom that she doesn't want to go to the beach and it's so unlike her that it really really worries their mom um and Jenny also like aside from the mood shift that Hannah had talked about talked about previously she's now started wearing like baggy clothes instead of her favorite sundresses Mm -hmm. and so they end up going to the beach because Jenny doesn't want to worry her mom so kind of to appease her they go and I didn't write down much about what happened because I just hated it so much but it seems Mm -hmm. like they're at the beach and there's this boy that Jenny sort of has had a crush on and she sees him and they're kind of hanging out. And then, and then one of the boys from the truck is there, I think. And he tells someone like whispers something to someone. And then it's like a giant game of telephone and like everyone on the beach is suddenly like looking at Jenny and laughing. Mm -hmm. Um, And the boy that she was friends with, I guess he ends up finding out and he kind of like looks at her and it's awkward. And then Jenny ends up just like staying in the water until people leave because it seemed like it was probably just like easier for her to do that than face everybody. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it was super awful and made me feel so sad and uncomfortable for her. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine just like actually watching the rumor spread. Like I know someone going from group to group and like people turning around and looking at you I know like watching it happen I don't know that's like yeah no for sure and it's almost like that's part probably one of the reasons why she didn't want to go to the beach like not the main reason but 
you know, it's just like, she didn't want to be like, if she wasn't there, this wouldn't have happened sort of thing. Or she wouldn't have known that it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But she went to the beach because she didn't want to worry your mom. And it's just like, it's so sad. Yeah. It is really sad. So sad. Rachel is looking into Jenny's autopsy and it's Mm -hmm. not in the database. Um, Pete tells her like she, um, they could still do like a manual search and, um, but she should be focusing on the Blair trial right now. But Mm -hmm. Rachel's like so consumed by Hannah and Jenny and she Mm -hmm. doesn't want to wait. Like Pete's telling her like, this could take weeks for us to like find. So, Mm -hmm. you know, while we're waiting, just focus on the Blair trial. And then after it's done, you can do what you want or whatever. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Rachel, (laughs) so (laughs) she, um, gets an interview with nurse rice about the Mm -hmm. rape kit process. Um, because she missed that part. Yes. (laughs) I roll. (laughs) I roll. Um, nurse rice tells her she obviously can't talk about the specifics of this case, but they kind of go over um, what is involved in a um, rape kit um, Mm -hmm. processing. Mm -hmm. So nurse rice tells her that she's kind of like both a doctor and like a CSI investigator and like a comfort person. Like she's doing almost three roles in one. Right. And I can't imagine. Yeah. Rape kits. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, she tells her that they need a lot of the graphic details. Um, they try to get as much information from the victim as they can. Um, and as in, and as in much, as much detail as possible. And then they move Mm -hmm. on to the physical exam, which, um, involves like all the clothing being removed and an exam of the whole body. So like Mm -hmm. they're almost going through like another trauma, just dealing with that in Mm -hmm. and of itself. Rachel asks nurse rice, um, about Jenny. I don't remember how that came Mm -hmm. up. Do you, I think she found out that she was from there or whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, um, nurse rice seems shocked mm -hmm, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Rachel's then wondering about if any of the paramedics, because nurse rice goes over to the paramedics and starts talking to them. And then she's wondering if any of the paramedics would, um, might want to speak or were around in the nineties. Um, she just wants to know like pretty much who was around back then nurse rice tells her like, it's Mm -hmm. pretty fast turnover with, um, paramedics. Um, but she might have luck with Stuart who works in the morgue because mm-hmm. he's been around for decades and he mm-hmm. might have more info because I guess Jenny or not Jenny, Rachel was saying like, Oh, I wonder if a paramedic might know because this is the same hospital she came to. Mm-hmm. Um, that Just kind like of thing might remember anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing that I have yeah. here noted too about nurse rice is that she she makes a statement that everyone who went to that local high school knew Jenny's name as a cautionary tale for mm-hmm. like being a slut, which is mm-hmm. so sad. Yeah. They like even have songs and jokes about her that they like sing 
as a warning. Yeah. That's- yeah. It just seems that everybody who it, Rachel like brings Jenny's name up to has the same response. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, oh, and then she finds Stuart down in the morgue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. Yes, me too. Um, so she's asking, obviously asking questions and she, he confirms that she did drown but she had been badly beaten before um, because there was bruising all over her body. He remembered Mm -hmm. the case very vividly. Um, And he followed up with the medical examiner, but he was like evasive and there was no investigation, which like put red flags up for him. Mm-hmm. which I love mm-hmm. and he was the one who went to hope and said there's something going on here there's totally. more to her drowning than just meets the eye and what they're telling you totally well he said that there were so many bruises on Jenny's body and there was even one in the shape of a like the sole of a shoe so yes, he was yeah. like this is not right like mm-hmm. this is weird and then when he mm-hmm. asked a friend on the force and the friend on the force told him that there was no investigation. He was like, mm-hmm. he didn't feel right not doing anything. So that's yeah. when he went to see Hope, like thinking mm-hmm. that if she makes waves, because he didn't want to lose his job, which no. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sadly. then we, yeah, we find out a little bit of what it was going on at that time. So apparently um, Jenny died on the same night as the two boys died in the car accident which is like hmm mm-hmm. I'm also thinking like why haven't they said the names of the guys in the truck yet either yeah yeah um but then he had photos of Jenny I know he kept them he kept them because he was so suspicious yeah and and Rachel hasn't been able to find anything on Jenny Mm-mm. so this is like exactly golden. yeah 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 and he was like waiting for someone like Rachel to come along, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. Like yeah. just kept he, the photos he, in his yeah. desk. Exactly. And he even said like he was surprised it took 25 years. Mm-hmm. And he says mm-hmm. that he he thinks that it was more convenient for people to think of her death as accidental. Yeah. Which is yeah. interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 Um then Rachel we go into episode seven of her podcast it's called the victim um she's talking about a personal experience that she had with sexual assault and just how awful it is um and then she also touches again on how traumatic the rape kit process is mm-hmm. um and that's sort of all that I have from that episode if you've got anything else um no just that she was like commending kelly on her courage um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how hard a case can be when the victim knows the alleged rapist Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's setting something up for later yeah yeah oh man yeah um and then we have i guess we're back at the trial and we've got dr north who takes the stand 
Um, and she is an expert who testified that Kelly's injuries are consistent with her um, not having given consent. And then Rachel ends up finding Dr. North in her, Rachel's hotel lobby. Yes. She's ruthless. Rachel is ruthless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she yeah. goes up to Dr. North, who is an expert on these injuries. And she mm-hmm. shows her Jenny's photos. She's like, hey, can you look at these? And Dr. North is shocked to find out that there was never an investigation. And she says that this woman was met with extreme violence before her death. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very shocking. Crazy. Like it sounds very suspicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now Kelly's mom is on as um, testifying as a witness and this is awful. Um, She's recounting the day that Kelly returned home. Mm -hmm. Um, They were having a task force set up. So it sounded like there was a lot of things going on um, cars in the driveway and Kelly went in through the back and up to her room and locked herself in there and um, like didn't alert anybody that she was home which mm-hmm. I can understand. Um, totally. and her mom sees that she's home and is trying to get in, but she ends up locking herself in a room for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, she finally lets her mom in and tells her what happened. And it was Catherine who convinced her or gave her the courage to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, be processed for a rape kit, which took five hours, which sounds just heartbreaking. I know that's insane. Mm-hmm. Like she was up all night up. Yeah. Essentially exactly. mm-hmm. like, Oh my God. Right. So Rachel, Oh yeah. Rachel mm-hmm. gets another letter from Hannah mm-hmm. and she reads it. We don't know mm-hmm. what it says yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gets in her car and she starts driving. Pete calls her and he's telling her that like, the comments on their social media are crazy and like super divided. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's essentially being like, don't read them, but like they're like, we're getting some buzz, which yeah. is good. Um, which is what they wanted. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Rachel decides to go to where the stills old house would have been. Yes. And it's now a building and the land was sold to a Blair company who built this building. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a retirement home, which is yes. interesting. And she goes and I guess she's like asking, I don't really remember what happened here, but she's asking around and she ends up being introduced to Estelle. I think she asked like the front desk person, like, hey, is there anybody here who's been around for a long time or whatever? <laughs> Well, yeah, everybody. We're in a retirement yeah. home. <laughs> um, literally everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's introduced to Estelle, who seems to know some town deeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, she seems cute and sassy. I like her. Mm-hmm. But she she tells her that she needs to talk to Estelle tells Rachel rather that she needs to talk to Mitch Elkins because he used to be sweet on Jenny and that news was very Mm. shocking for Rachel and us (laughs) Uh uh-huh shocking Mm -hmm. yes for sure also twist yeah they um so you had mentioned that the land was bought and developed by a Blair 
it was yeah. um, Greg's Greg's father. So I wonder if there's something going on there too. Who's Greg? Oh, Blair. Greg Blair, Scott's yes. dad's father. Scott's so the grandfather. Father. Yes, exactly. So I'm wondering if there's something. Or like there was like, a cover up or something? Yeah, maybe. Or like, I don't know. It could all be really twisted. Like, trying like you know the mom's dying so she's not going to be around for very long and then like kill mm -hmm. the daughter so like nobody inherits the land and then we can get it for really cheap I don't know that seems far-fetched that's far-fetched my mind just goes yeah I don't know it's a theory it's better than the theories that I have because I don't have any Oh, and then this part this part just gets so sad so then the note from um Hannah is Mm -hmm. about um a time that um Jenny went on a date after her what I'm we're assuming was she was raped um Mm -hmm. so the boy that Jenny liked from the beach stopped by and asked her out for pizza Mm -hmm. and so she seemed really excited and like got dressed up and went and then she came home and um Hannah could tell that she was numb and sad. She was crying and mm-hmm. like her hair was full of sticks and everything. Mm-hmm. And the boy never came back. Mm-hmm. Um, that summer, Jenny decides to get a job at what do you think? Hold on. What do you oh, think? Sorry. What do you think happened there? Like, do you think that I, the boy found out at the beach that she, she was easy? So he took her out for pizza and like also raped her. I think so. Yeah. Oh. I think that's what happened because I think as he was leaving, cause he was the one who, I guess they had hung out the summer previous, but he had been working yeah. most of this summer. And like, he yeah. even like tried to stop her. Cause they were going to go to like another beach where nobody ever went. And he's like, no, yeah. come in yeah. like, with me. And she was kind of had mm-hmm. a crush on him from last year, blah, blah, blah. As she was mm-hmm. leaving after the rumor spread, he said, mm-hmm. um, Hannah overset heard him saying like, oh, I didn't know she was like that. And right his friend said of course she is she's a stills or whatever right so right. I'm wondering if he got the idea like oh she's easy so yeah I might as well try which oh. is just sad oh. yeah super sad and really gross mm-hmm. um, so Jenny oh Jenny's yeah, now working really, at the really supermarket so, yeah yeah Jenny's working at the supermarket so Hannah's all like bum because she doesn't have anybody to hang out with so Mm -hmm. she ends up going for a beach day with her mom which was really nice that was really nice and um while her mom's swimming the guy from the pickup truck asked about um her sister Mm -hmm. and he wants to know where she is is this guy yeah exactly why can't you just tell us the name yet yeah um and then he's like where is she working? Cause Hannah tells her she got a job and then mm-hmm. Hannah can see that or sense that it's not like a casual question, like harmless. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Demanding almost. She's kind of like, is... Oh shit. I probably shouldn't have said mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then hope, Oh geez. Yeah. So hope asks like Hannah, who are you talking to? Like, why are you talking about the, like talking to those boys? She then mm-hmm. warns her about them and because she knows their dads Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. their trouble Mm -hmm. and that Bobby 
is the only one whose dad isn't somebody in this town. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one with something to prove, prove which makes him the most dangerous, which right. is like, ooh. Which is very confusing because he mm-hmm. seemed like the one that didn't want to have a part in their antics. Mm-hmm. Right? He's That's the one what that I was, was in the back. Too. Yeah. Yes, like I'm yeah. confused about that. Yes. Same here. So same. that was interesting. Betty. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're back to the trial yes. and doctor, we meet Dr. Katrina Lawrence and she mm-hmm. is Kelly's therapist. Um, and she is taking the stand and it seems like the jury really does not like her. Um, she just doesn't come across very well. Like we were kind of talking about last week, all of the psychology involved with the trial and it's just so messed up. Like Mm -hmm. it really truly is how messed up it is. Like the jury, if they don't like, like, I think that she had like a high pitched voice or something and she wasn't like a warm sort of person and so Mm -hmm. they didn't like her so they might not take like they might not place any value in what she says but that's so fucked up because it's like your job is literally to be neutral as a juror whether you like them or not it does not matter like that shouldn't matter yeah and another example of that well I don't know if it was really like the psychology behind it but before Dr. North started testifying, it was before lunch and they were even like talking, right. Oh, I'm so tired. Like we had yes. like a, such a yummy filling lunch and they were yeah. all, Rachel was like, Oh shit. Dr. North that is like a really it. good. Yeah. And she's like a really good witness. Like this is not good. Yeah. Like, Anyways, are they paying attention good. even? Yeah. 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 It, it is all just super bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess she testified. She's pretty much just saying how like traumatized and how changed Kelly has been. Mm-hmm. Um, and as her therapist, she would obviously know that. Um, and af- do you have anything to add about what she says and how that goes? No, not really. Yeah, okay. it's just like okay. recounting that. And but this is the woman who um, that Dale asks. Well, weren't you part of a? Oh, this women's is the group? one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So he, he's, she's pretty much saying like, yes, this happened. I can tell there's no reason that Kelly would be lying about this. And then, um, Quinn says he, I guess it's his job, but he dug up her past and found out that she used to work for like a victim, like rape survivor women's group. And he's like, wasn't well, the mandate like that you always, like, you know, you always believe the woman. And she was like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, I rest my case. He didn't say that, but that was like essentially it. Like he's just trying to decredit her. Mm-hmm. So that was stupid. And then after they go, they take a break. Rachel cornered Elkins and she asks mm-hmm. him about Jenny. And she can tell that it catches him off guard and like just for a split second, like he pauses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just walks, walks out, like walks right past her as if she's not yep. even there. Oh my God. <laughs> like what a weird move like to not Mm -hmm. even acknowledge anything yeah (laughs) like to just walk out you're like uh so no comment or (laughs) oh my goodness that is like interesting it is interesting and then it kind of ties into what happens next yeah oh man Rachel and the ribbon comes back I know I'm happy it did I was so happy (laughs) 
like yes but also this seems like so not far-fetched but like really no, you're tracking her down <laughs> through no it, a ribbon it really seems far-fetched like honestly having worked in flower shops mm-hmm. it's very unlikely yeah um uh, I how convenient but whatever how convenient yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so Rachel's following up on that said ribbon and mm-hmm. she gets pointed in the direction of a flower shop called Antique Flower, um, which is an antique store and flower shop together. Mm-hmm. Um, she meets Renata there and she tells her that she runs the shop while her parents are away. Um, mm-hmm. And she, but she grew up in Neapolis. And mm-hmm. she's always relieved when she leaves. Um, yes. And so that like kind of perked up Rachel's ears because she was about to leave. She was like, oh, I don't see the ribbon that they're using. Yeah, like well, this whatever. doesn't seem likely. Yeah. And then so she's like, what do you mean? And she says that um, when she grew up, while she was growing up, growing up, while she was growing up, growing, growing. <laughs> While she was growing up, like people, it was really easy to get a label in the town. And once you had a label, it was so hard to reinvent yourself. Um, So a lot of people ended up moving away and never coming back, which Mm -hmm. is pretty much like Renata. Um, So Jenny shows her the ribbon and it is hers, but she says that they save it only for premium bouquets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Um, she then asks about Jenny and Mm -hmm. she was shocked that she drowned, but it was like, she was gone during that summer apparently. And she was even Mm -hmm. gone into the first bit of school. Um, she was shocked to hear that she drowned when she got back and, um, because she heard that she was such a strong swimmer. Yeah. Um, She thought she died in the accident. Yes. At first she realized until the memorial because there was so much like their town was burying those other boys. So like everybody was grieving over that. Mm -hmm. So she Mm -hmm. assumed, um, and then their graffiti started after that and it was all all about Jenny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they even had something called the Jenny or JS index or the Jenny stills index, which is almost like a tie back to that stupid game that Scott and his roommate are playing. Yeah. Yeah. um, Where they great sexual performances essentially on the jenny stills index well they were they were rating how willing yeah how yeah willing a girl easy. Was to put out yeah mm-hmm. exactly so like a, a higher number the more you likely mm-hmm. whatever Ew. um oh oh and this is even this is awful like it's so bad that even jenny's friends are like made fun of and are like yeah. run out of town it's yeah. awful like what mm-hmm Oh, it's just so anyways, I can't even it's that's sorry, that really Mm -hmm. upset me that even her friends were dragged into it when it doesn't even sound like her friends were maybe even at the beach with her or anything like it doesn't matter. She's Mm -hmm. not she's Mm -hmm. a victim. There's no like, Mm -hmm. anyways, Um, it kind of makes me wonder, though, like those boys were super influential. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So they were they would be twisting the narrative. Of course, to make her seem gross or undesirable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, who could those boys have been? Like, was Scott's exactly. dad one of them? Yeah, yeah. 
I don't see, I, I can honestly see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. And then, and then Rachel asks Renata to do some sleuthing and detective work. Mm-hmm. And she finds several orders of premium bouquets mm-hmm. that have been ordered to Jenny's grave mm-hmm. with the same, like over the past years. And it has the same message on each one, which is forgive me and no sender information. What? 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 What the um, heck? Pardon me. Excuse me. Right. Who? Like what the Who? heck? What? Yeah. <sighs> okay. 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 So then Rachel goes to see Rick, who is the guy from the convenience store, because mm-hmm. she has a feeling that he must have, he must know something, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. So she goes to find him and he's like, he's an old man in the old age home and he's like, not going to talk. He seems just like kind of like a, crusty old man uh, yeah crusty he seems crusty for sure and he says he'll talk for a fish burger and fries which I was like yeah yeah, yeah. I'd probably want to do something like that too when I was old when I was old <laughs> like, and, just like yeah because they won't let you have it dusty, if that's what you yeah, want exactly yeah exactly so she's like yeah I can arrange that sounds good mm-hmm. so then he starts telling her about how I guess this was the night that it had happened but Hannah was getting blood all over his store and he's mm-hmm. the one who ended up calling an ambulance and then he drove Hannah I'm assuming back to where Jenny was it was yeah, very he took her unclear to the beach. Mm-hmm. yeah like no, he, he took, took her back, back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then he says that he almost ran over a boy mm-hmm. and Rachel's like who that and he's mm-hmm. like nope <laughs> I'm not saying yeah. anymore Mm-hmm. It's all done. He won't yeah. say who it is. And then no. he goes into a coughing fit mm-hmm. and the nurses come and like take him away. And then Rachel finds out that he's dying of a lung cancer. Yeah. So that's cool. It's like he, she probably has limited time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say so for sure. Oh yeah. And like he even just, he heard the ambulance and police arriving. So he just left. He's like, well, I see yeah. help was on the way. Yeah. Cool. He, he doesn't seem like a good guy though. No, no. And I think Rachel like asked what he saw there and he's like, I couldn't see anything. It was dark. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. you're helpful. Thanks. Yeah. Except for that. He almost ran over the boy. Yeah. That boy. Um, that boy. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. then Rachel's like, all right, well, bye. And she's leaving and she gets a phone call. And so she answers it and it's Renata and she's calling and she's like, Hey, there was another bouquet ordered to Jenny's grave for tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. And Rachel's like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, oh, exciting. It's nice that she has her on her. It's nice that she has Renata on her side. On speed dial even. Deeds. Yeah. To give her them deeds. Give me them deets, Renata. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, episode eight airs mm-hmm. and it's called Consent. Mm-hmm. And there, she's talking about, I guess, yeah, she's talking about consent and um, sh- how Kelly is going to be testifying in her own trial, which um, couldn't be like 
traumatic in all of in itself, like reliving it because they're going to go into details. They're going to try and disprove her Mm -hmm. and say like, well, no one else was there. Like, how can you be sure all that stuff and so not to mention the, she has to tell a room full of people she doesn't strangers know. yeah intimate exactly. details yeah mm-hmm. and um so at the end of the episode Rachel just kind of makes the remark and conclusion like why would she go through all of this if she was making it up which mm-hmm. I totally understand I totally mm-hmm. agree like why would you subject yourself to it to all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a little note here too. Um, Chantel was right about on our last episode, how you were kind of just mentioning how Rachel really doesn't seem like she has been impartial at all mm-hmm. during this, which mm-hmm. I'm not against. Like, I just no. want to say that I definitely support like R- Rachel's perspective um, in that, like, this is awful for Kelly. It, I'm going to say it happens like mm-hmm. whatever. Exactly. But she is like, she's the tagline of her podcast is like the podcast that puts you in the jury box. And it's like, yeah, but not really. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, it's called guilty or not guilty. So Mm -hmm. you're supposed to draw your own conclusion and that would require her to be completely unbiased and just give you Mm -hmm. the facts. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And that is not happening. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Also at this point I'm starting to wonder where like Hannah is because there's no notes lately is anybody else thinking mm-hmm. that or okay mm-hmm. so then it's Kelly's day to take the stand um oh so she's not she can't sleep so she decides to go out for a jog it's a big day for her she should be mm-hmm. getting ready and reviewing notes She's mm-hmm. out for a jog and then, well, lo and behold, would you know it? She veers from her planned path mm-hmm. and she ends up at the cemetery, but deep down at she knew this is, this is where she was going to end up. She knew it deep down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, she also acknowledges that this is the last thing she should be doing today. Yeah. So she's waiting because Renata had told her that the delivery was supposed to be for 8 a.m. sharp. So she gets there. Mm-hmm. She's wa- witch- witching. She's witching. <laughs> yeah. She's waiting. She's watching. And it's like 10 after, quarter after, 20 after. And she's like, I got to go. So she's about to leave. And then she hears footsteps. Mm-hmm. So then she gets, she goes and hides again because she can hear that it's coming through the old part and into the new part of the cemetery. And this is weird though, because she's hoping that Hannah will show up. Yes. Yes. Like, why is that what she's hoping for? Like, why is that where her mind went? Cause I wasn't thinking that at all. Mm -mm, No, neither was I, especially since the note said, forgive me, but I guess Hannah does feel guilt. She does say that because she doesn't, hasn't said anything or spoken up. Yeah, I know. I just, my mind didn't go there at all. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. We're waiting for, okay. Yeah, same, same here. I guess maybe because I've already made up thought that like, it's going to be the murderer is what I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Yeah. Oh, and then she sees, but she doesn't need to see their face. She can tell by what they're wearing and their like stature that mm-hmm. it's Mitch. It's Mitch. Ah. and he walks over to Jenny's grave 
Mm-hmm. And he kind of like the delivery person had like kind of tossed the flowers down. So he picks them up and like places them a little bit nicer and seems to stay for like just a minute. And then he leaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rachel's mm-hmm. like hiding in the bush, watching all of this, like what? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rachel gets to court. And she remembers that the day that Kelly is testifying is also the anniversary of Jenny's death. So mm-hmm. that's yeah. kind of like a little tie-in. Mm-hmm. She was like wondering why Mitch would go on such like an important day for him mm-hmm. and his trial. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And she yeah. pieced it all together. Yeah. So then she, Rachel sits down and it turns out that she, her assigned spot is beside the court sketch artist whose name is Sophie. Um, so Sophie takes her seat and they start sort of talking and Rachel's kind of like, what do you think? And Sophie is skeptical that the, like, based on the evidence that's been, um, like presented so far that the jury would convict just based on what's happened so far. Um, and she even says that she thinks that the case lives and dies on Kelly's testimony. So it's like huge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Kelly takes the stand it's so I didn't make write many yeah, notes no, about this because it was just no. so it's like it was hard to read. Yeah. 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 And um, I don't think it's necessary. Like it's the details and in in-depth details of yeah, the night yeah. that what happened. happened. Yeah. 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 Um, and she's questioned for four hours, which is a long time, although it is by the prosecutor. So yes. I feel like there's more kindness happening. Mm-hmm. Um but mm-hmm. definitely no like sensitivity because all of the details need to be disclosed. Oh, I guess. There. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is just so sad. Mm-hmm. And then they take yeah. a lunch break. Yeah. Um, and when they come back, it's the defense's turn and they ask, like, I think they only ask like one or two questions and then she ends up like breaking down and has to be like taken out of court. Then Quinn starts questioning Kelly mm-hmm. and he's awful. Like he's so rude to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, this is revealed during um, the episode nine testimony. That's where we get this from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the info so yeah she has a panic attack on the stand um they decide to adjourn for the day and Quinn's like so stupid he's like tried to make it seem like it was his idea and he's all like sensitive and a good person but he also like makes it very clear that he's not done with her yet and that she's gonna have to testify again tomorrow and mm-hmm. that sucks like mm-hmm. it super sucks and then I guess that there is, I didn't even realize this, but there is the possibility that she might not return. And even with um, Sophia, I think was her name, the sketch artist, she had said that the case like lives and dies on Kelly's test- testimony. Yeah. So if she doesn't, if she doesn't finish her testifying, Scott could like walk. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh. Yeah, frustrating. And oh, at the end of episode nine, 
Um, again, with this like kind of unbiased opinion from Rachel, mm-hmm. she's like mm-hmm. um, asking, is the trauma and pain of reliving that night in detail like worth it um, in the end kind right. of thing? Yeah, totally. Like, is he going to get justice? Is she actually going to get justice if he does end up going to jail? Is that going to be enough for her to move on yeah. or like try to heal? Yeah. 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 It's not, Which, I've said this before on the podcast. I feel like I said it during Bear Town, but it's not cl- closure. It's like finality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like a door yeah. that you can it's not, it's not closure. There's, you'll never get closure. Like that's an inside job, but it's just knowing like, he's not going to do it again. He's not out there walking around. He can't hurt me again. He can't hurt another woman. Like, I feel like that's sort of the the comfort that you could take from it. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. so then of course, Hannah's wondering about, or sorry, Hannah, Jenny's, Oh my goodness. <laughs> Who is it, Chantel? Try, try one, one more time. One more time. <laughs> Rachel is wondering about <laughs> Hannah and Pete lets her know that she actually emailed two days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she's about to, or he sends the email to her and she's about to read it, but she has to go into court and they're not allowed mm-hmm. cell phones mm-hmm. or anything. Um, Mm -hmm. And then they start calling character witnesses for Scott because um, Kelly's not um, apt to sit for that day. So they're going to go on and then revisit Kelly when they can. I love though, it says that, yeah, so um, Kelly can't testify, but I love how the judge decided to let the trial carry on and that she can testify at a later date. Like that's pretty lenient because Mm -hmm. he didn't, he didn't have to say that he could have said, well, it's now or never. And then the trial could have essentially been over. So that was good, I guess. I don't know. Um, so the character witnesses, um, are trying to obviously paint, um, Scott in a great light. There was a priest and then also his coach from high school. Um, and then we find out that, um, during the coach's cross-examination, um, Mitch um, got out that Scott was actually has always been a shitty human, even mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, he bullied somebody, uh, I think like a junior or like freshman. And- he ca- no, he literally, this is like Scott oh, is yeah. the mm-hmm. epitome of violation. Like mm-hmm. he, he literally yeah. brought a pair yeah. of, scissors of scissors into yeah. the fucking pool. Yeah, like and cut his, I'm sorry, yeah. what? And cut mm-hmm. his bathing suit off, suit off and then yeah. called the girls over so they mm-hmm. could come look at his penis. Okay. Like yes. that's a cool thing to do. That's so yeah. nice. That's so mm-hmm. that's that makes sense. Like, yeah, that's so gross. Why? It's awful. Yeah. He's just <laughs> always been, yeah, sh- super shitty. Super shitty. Uh, which in turn, that poor freshman then tried to kill himself in the school pool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which and is- the coach had to save him. Mm-hmm. it's like and it's funny coach- because yeah oh oh I was just saying the like cross- the coach was oh sorry <laughs> no go for it <laughs> go for it I was just saying like the coach was like I don't remember this and then Mitch is like are you sure I don't know how you wouldn't remember yeah. that yeah exactly yeah. he's like you had to it was you that saved the kid's life so I'm not mm-hmm. sure how you can't remember that and it's like mm-hmm. so then she goes outside she reads the email 
she wants to talk to Atkins about Jenny, like I said. Um, I'm assuming that email had something, some more details or whatever. We don't get to read it yet. That's next week. Mm -hmm. But um, when she's outside, she sees Detective Cooper. Mm-hmm. And he's the one, he's the one with those power sander, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she sees him and they're like, oh, hey, like having a little chit chat. And then she finds out that he's kind of like buddies with the, with Mitch. Is it Mitch? He's friends with the judge and she yeah. asks him how she knows him. But he also knows Mitch, yes. right? And then, yes, it comes out that he, through her, him stating that he's friends with the drudge, it comes out that he knows Mitch because he actually grew up there. Yeah. He grew up in Neapolis, but moved away. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I guess Rachel didn't, she didn't, she could have asked then about Jenny, but she didn't go like in depth enough. She just took the service that he had just moved back or he had moved there as he was a newcomer. Kind of Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then she wants to ask him obviously about jenny yeah um and but first she tries to ask him about mitch but he ends up taking a phone call and then rachel has to leave so it's kind of like bye dot 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 yeah to be continued i wonder how that will yeah i wonder Mm -hmm. how that will circle back Mm -hmm. yeah what's his first name do we know detective cooper's Um, first name I think it said when we first like met him, I'd have to go back and see if I wrote down his first name. I'm going, I'm Shoot. doing it. I'm doing it. Nick. Okay. never mind. Go. I was going to say, is it Bobby? Cause who that? <gasps> oh, shoot. Cause uh, who is that? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah. It's right? weird that that's the only name that they use from the guys in the trucks. I think yeah. I said this earlier in the episode, but yeah. And when yeah. maybe he died and that's why we haven't met him. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe that's why they're using his name because he's dead. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Okay. 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 Ooh. And then tell us about this part, Chantal. I was oh, so happy this like, guy came back. Yeah, me too. It's like a little, almost like a little full circle moment. Yeah. And so the next person who's on the stand, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny that Rachel like looked up and was like, oh, she like oh, gasped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> She gasped because it was the guy from the jetty, the creepy the guy from the jetty. Scram! Get out of here! Get out of here! And we find out so, he has a name. Yes. He does indeed have a name. His name is oh, I just wrote Mister Knox. He oh, must Vince. have a first name. Vince. There we go. So his name's Vince Knox, and we find out that um, Scott actually helped him save a drowning family um, one day from the jetty or yeah and and scott gets a hero award from it for it but Mm -hmm. this guy doesn't i was just wondering like he doesn't yeah because he's the one who was out there starting the saving yeah yeah exactly and it sounds like he saved like two out of the three people exactly there was like a full like a family of three or something like that yeah anyways yeah that was strange and like by the end of the testimony he's like yeah like kind of like not giving great answers so they like dismiss him kind of quickly and so Rachel I guess maybe used her spidey senses there and was followed him out of the courthouse Mm -hmm. and she's missing the next witness um yeah and I think yeah classic Rachel um I think she like wants to know 
more about his testimony and um she's like following well, she, like, from saw a him distance. at the jetty yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's like, I think her curiosity is just spiked because it's she's yes. like, I've spoken with you. Like, yes. Yeah. And you, yeah. you had suspicious stuff to say. So like, who are mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she wants to know like more about obviously Jenny mm-hmm. Irol and, mm-hmm. and like more about this, like his testimony, like obviously there's something like off about it. Yeah. So she's watching from afar and he stops at the curb and is talking to somebody. And it looks like they're like speaking in raised voices um, to somebody in a black car. Mm-hmm. And she watches him get past something through the window. Mm-hmm. And um, he like hastily puts it in his pocket and then the car drives away. But she recognizes the man who's driving the car as somebody mm-hmm. who's on the Blair's payroll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds like maybe money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so then Rachel can't get back in the courtroom. So she rereads mm-hmm. Hannah's email. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that says. I wonder what it's all about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's where we left off. Yeah. So Vince got paid off to give a mm-hmm. testimony saying that, I mean, like, why are they really that desperate that they have to pay some tattooed guy to take the stand? Like, you'd think they could that, have just paid someone else. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It yeah. just seems so dumb. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not a lawyer, mm-hmm. though. <laughs> yeah. Same here. <laughs> Surprise. That's not our no. day jobs. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> anyway I don't know what to think I just don't, I don't know. know are you excited yeah. to finish up the book yeah because I want to know what's happening I want to know how yeah. it all ties together and I hope it's with a neat little bow maybe from I antique know. flowers I don't know <laughs> that would be awesome I wonder if we'll get like an ace of spades epilogue where it's all like <laughs> here's here's the whole story the end one could only hope I know I know I have no, I have no theories still. None. Yeah. I have no idea either. I'm super curious about that Vince guy. So want to know what Mitch's role is on all of this. Mm -hmm. Why does Mitch need forgiveness from Jenny? Who Mm -hmm. is Bobby? Mm -hmm. Who are the kids that died? Who like Mm -hmm. what's going on? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I've definitely got a feeling that the parents like um, Kelly's dad seems like maybe he was involved with something mm-hmm. um obviously Scott's sketchy dad yep. this detective cooper like mm-hmm. now it's all just like in? yeah more and more people from the past keep coming around mm-hmm. okay well i guess that's it i guess that's it and we'll see and we'll you next, next week. week for the end of the book yeah 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 okay all right Good. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.